Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. So something that this week's interview has really had me thinking about is community and connections and relationships in our lives. And I have always been someone who really prides myself on my friendships and my relationships. I crave connection. I crave social interaction. I, I guess you could say that I'm kind of like introverted extrovert or whatever the phrase may be. I really need social interactions. I love to be doing different things with friends. I love to be seeing people and connecting with people. But then I also like love my quiet time or my alone time. I think both are really important, especially during this pandemic. I've really noticed just how important my relationships and my connections are. And, you know, whether that be professionally speaking, personally speaking, you know, family, friends, acquaintances, it really has made me look at the people in my life and be really grateful for the connections I have made, for the friendships I have made. A lot of the people that you've heard so far on my podcast are really good friends that I've been able to stay connected with, whether that be through work or you know, whether that be through radio or through friends or through high school, like it has really shown me how important it is to cultivate and nurture those relationships. I have always been someone who makes the plans and who reaches out. I know not everybody reaches out all the time and, and that's okay. And it's something I've had to learn a lot as well. And especially with the coronavirus, it really made me get creative and really made me check in with people that maybe I should be checking in with a little bit more. And I hope that I carry those habits with me. And I know life gets busy and I know sometimes I get distracted. Sometimes, you know, I want that alone time. I want to just kind of focus on what I have to focus on. Um, but I'm really making an effort to reach out to people, to see people, to make plans as best as I can, of course, in this pandemic. But I think that the connections that we have are so important. And I guess the whole point of my little intro is just to say that I've really been valuing my personal connections and really wanting to connect with more people who I know and who I don't know. Obviously, that's why I started this podcast, because I wanted to connect with you. And I just always want to cultivate my relationships and continue to create connections and create my own community. So that's really something that's been on my mind um, and something that I've tried to really be better at, especially throughout this pandemic, you know, these past few months, I've really focused in on it and really realized how important it is to me. But now that things are hopefully headed towards a better future, I am really going to try to continue to do that and continue to reach out. Yeah, that's something that's really been on my mind. And the reason it's been on my mind is because of this interview you're about to hear. And the interview you are about to hear is with Laura Bodzelik. Uh, she is a singer, songwriter, actress, teacher, linguist. I mean, the list literally goes on and on. I've interviewed Laura quite a few times um, at a few radio stations I've been at. She's a local to Fairfield County, Connecticut. She is so much fun to talk to. I mean, she is so creative and everything she does is driven with passion and artistry and she really really values her community and her connections she talks about it quite a bit but a lot of the opportunities that she has had is through connections and she really values the friendships and the relationships she makes so that's kind of why it's been on my mind a little bit it was on my mind a little bit before I spoke to Laura honestly because I found myself reaching out to people and and trying to make space for different things in my life uh, with relationships, but Laura really made me realize just how 
amazing those are. So yeah, I hope that you maybe reach out to someone that you haven't heard from in a while. Go grab a coffee, social distanced with someone that you haven't seen. And I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Laura Budzelic. Laura, thank you so much for joining me on Back to Basic. How are you? I'm doing really well, Danielle. How are you? I'm great. I am so excited that you're here. You and I have talked many times before in my previous radio roles. I think we said like what? This is probably the fourth time we've talked. Fourth time? I I think so. Yes. Yes. So you are Laura Bodelic, but I just want you to tell everyone who you are. I'm a singer, songwriter, and actress. I'm also a teacher, a linguist, um, and basically an artist all around. That's sort of like my overall ID identification. Um, and I would say, since the show is back to basic, my basic message to, to listeners is really about, I think, bringing people and nations together. That's kind of what it comes down to for me, you know, because I'm very much into culture. I'm very much into the arts. And I like to relate to other people, you know, celebrating their differences and similarities, basically. So, so right now, what are you currently doing? Because I know you're performing well, to be honest, I'm wearing all the hats right now. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Okay, so what yeah. are you currently up to? Well, uh, let's see. I just did a show last week um, that was broadcast from London. It was Harold uh, Sanditon's open mic show. Oh, cool. And Har- Harold's actually an American guy who's living in London. He brings together artists that are both you know, from the UK and from America, from other countries. So it was very, um, it was a fun, it was very cabaret. It was very like sparkly boas and that kind of a scene and I'm a I mean I do do musical theater I've sung musical theater I actually promoted one of my songs which is a little bit more pop rock so I love that so you have done you just said you've done like musical theater cabaret Mm -hmm. pop rock I mean what is your favorite genre to perform that's a good question I really go between the classics and contemporary so that's how I like to divide it so contemporary meaning my own music and the classics, even in, including um, opera, you know, because I've, I've sung, I do continue to sing opera. I, I don't know, Danielle, actually, the, the musical theater and the classical music helps my contemporary music that I write. Okay. And same with classic rock. I love, love classic rock. I don't know if you know I'm a big Beatles fan. Like, Are you? Really big, big Beatles fan. I, really? I don't know. I haven't talked to you in a while. I recorded it at Abbey Road Studios. That's incredible. Yeah. So my How band, was that? It was, it was something. I mean, to be in the realm of you know where people the greats have recorded was just it was just so moving yeah and I was there with my band and I felt like I was a Beatle a little bit right having these guys with me they're all English you know and I'm like the token American well now I've I've become since the last time I've seen you I've also become an Italian citizen have you yes that's amazing. I want to do yes. that because I hear I, I that I like, can. I, I feel like I told you I wanted to become one. Yes. Maybe I was just about to be one. No, actually, I think I just became one our last interview when I saw you like a while, like a couple years ago. Okay. So yeah. I've been wanting to do that myself, honestly, because I, I heard that, right? Isn't it like if your grandparent or someone was born in Italy, mm-hmm. something like that? I, I, yeah. I, my grandmother is like from Sicily. She's off yes. the boat, as we say. So. Yeah, I know. I remember you saying that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the point is, is that when I'm over in Europe, um, it's just nice to be a citizen. Well, now with Brexit, you know, things are changing. And my, my beloved London, I mean, I have this ongoing romance with London. I almost like, I'm sort of like an honorary Brit in some ways, you know, even though I'm really, really an American girl, you know, but I, mm-hmm. I have so many connections over there. I could tell you 
I mean, you've asked me what I've been up to. I could list a lot of things. <laughs> I was in, yeah. I was in Emma, Jane Austen's Emma, like an online play. Just you were in an online time. play? Yeah. And I played Emma actually, which That's she's so awesome. much, she's, she's like such a young, young, young woman. So I was very honored to play her. And, um, not that I'm so old, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, trust me. Uh, I get it. I would love that. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, give it to me. Like, you know, give me the 15 year old roles. I love that. <laughs> and, um, I did, I did the, you know, the accent and everything and I just, it was live and I have, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a lot of English friends and I was kind of asking them, you know, was it okay? And they, they would tell me the truth. They're like, you nailed it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that is so exciting. So, How did that come about? So like we, we said, yeah. you've been doing a lot of stuff since COVID hit, obviously yes. like as an entertainer and an artist, like the world has not really lent itself to what you can do, but you've definitely yeah. like adapted. So tell I, us a I, little bit about how you've, you've done that. I, like I said, it was like I took, I took the world and I just kind of said, you know what, I'm going to make this golden no matter what. And what I did was I just, I used, I used the help of people, of friends. You know, I, I've actually joined, um, I wrote it down here. I've joined a few groups. Um, UK, I want to give a shout out to UK Actors Support Network on Twitter. Basically, if it weren't for them, if it weren't for John Craigs, who's the leader of that group, this, um, um, I wouldn't have known about the Emma part. He basically told me about the show. And I sent them, you know, my, we say CV in London resume here in the mm-hmm. States. And, um, and they, you know, they asked me, who do you want to play? And I, and they cast me as Emma. Um, and then I'm with the lovely Felix X Tiger Sonic of Smart Musicians Mix in London. And she's the one who told me about other things. I mean, she's trying to get me into other forms of media to make my music present to people to listen. So actually, I just met a wonderful actor, Sebastian Story. He's also from England. And he and I have been teaming up. We just put out um, section a scene from Much Ado About Nothing. So you've been doing a lot of acting. Yeah. I, I always was an actress. Like I've mm-hmm. been training since I was young, but I kind of put it aside to get my album out there. So okay. when I met you, I don't think I was as, it wasn't as prominent in my schedule, you know? Yeah. You were doing. promoting your album yeah. Um, yeah. a lot more when we, when we first connected, which is yeah. Treasure the World Now. Yay! Um, yes, <laughs> and um, it's so good. I love your songs. I remember there was the oh, song for uh, the Italian Chocolate Festival. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so you were like going all in on that. What was it like putting an album out? I think a lot of people would be interested in that because it's not too often we get to talk to like singers. You know, I'm not a I'm not a mother yet. I would love to be a mother one day, but I would almost I would imagine it's kind of similar to almost like having a child, where it's a lot of work. But mm-hmm. it's so gratifying and it's such a beautiful experience that, I mean, I know it's kind of a silly analogy, but that's, that's what's coming to mind, you know, like something you put, you put your soul into and you're so honest with. And ever since I was um, young, a young girl, I would say like 14, 15, I've always wanted to be a songwriter. But I always kind of pushed it aside for a long time because I was also an actress and I was also a linguist and I've been very blessed to be a teacher to, you know, do that as well. I had these other balls I was juggling or whatever the term is. I don't know, Danielle, it was such gratification, such a dream come true. I forgot to mention someone else who has been so dear to me, um, Frank Tosto. He's with, um, he's local. I don't know if you know him. Oh, no. He's with the Stanford Musicians Group. Oh, cool. Yeah. So basically, I'm on his show. I'm almost like a regular on his show um, every two weeks or so, or maybe even once a month if I can't make it every other week. And it's called Stanford Musicians Group. So I've been playing my songs from the album on his show. It's Monday night, every, every other Monday pretty much now at 8 p.m. Honestly, I totally get that analogy because I think that anything you put all of your like heart into, yeah. it, it, it's like a child. It is. It's something that it we is. try to like, it's like, or like a plant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
gosh, we're so lucky to live here and to be among so many great artists and, you know, go-getters and people who, like you, who inspire people all the time, you know, and, and have, oh, thank you. The, have the drive and, and, and the, um, well, the means, the drive, but also people who persevere to get their message out there and who are, yeah. you know, fun, you know, so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And, and you obviously are like so passionate about so many different things and so much of what you do. And you really can tell in your music that thank like you. you throw yourself into it, which I love. Yeah. So what made you want to branch out and maybe like start acting again? Like what made you decide um, that was the time to I'll, do that? You know, it's funny. I went to a party with a friend. She's a very dear friend of mine and she's an actress and she introduced me to the guests as the singer songwriter, which is such an honor. Of course, you know, I, I will take that any day, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of said, you know, I just wanted, not that I had to prove who I was, but I said, well, I'm also, you know, an actress. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but you're, you know, you're a singer songwriter. I'm like, no, no, I'm actually an actress. I've trained, you know, I was in New York city. I trained, I trained in London. I've done, you know, off off Broadway shows. I've, you know, I was in a film. I mean, I wasn't saying this to her at the time, but in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to be somewhat modest, you know. But um, and you know, I had I had some stuff going on. It was just before COVID hit. Um, so in the back of my head, I'm thinking, gosh, like I want to get back into acting. Like I miss it so much. And then you know, COVID appeared, and um, I just I said to myself, I found this UK actors group. I saw this guy, you know, this English guy, and I thought his Twitter post said, looking for an actor as a scene partner. So I wrote to him, I was like, oh, I'd love to, you know, work with you. And I thought to myself, good looking guy, editing skills, you know, young actor, knows how to market, knows how to work the social media. I think he'd be a great partner. And he wrote back, oh, you know, sorry, I I didn't, I actually was talking about another project I'm doing, but yeah, we can work together sometimes. So it just happened to be like, it's just so rewarding. I mean, like, because as well, it's two different things. As an actress, you get to be different people and you get to, well, you put yourself into each character, you know, but as a songwriter, it's, you know, you're actually creating the content. Mm-hmm. So I like both. I feel like it's hard to choose um, between the two. I guess, well, I could also maybe write a play one day where that would be my own content, you know? Yeah. Actually, I, ha- I have. <laughs> I forgot. Have you? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like you've done so many things. I'm like... I mean, it was like a one-woman show, so that's why I didn't register in my mind. And then, you know, I'm always doing creative stuff here. I can never get bored. I tell you, Danielle, these are, this is what I hope my friends and my listeners are doing right now, everyone, is that you're lining your ducks up in a row. Because when this is over, and it will be over, we're going to have so many connections. I mean, gosh, when I finally get to London again, I mean, I'm going to have so many people to work with and so yeah. many venues to play in. And I know it's hard, it's hard right now. Yeah, I know it's hard. It is yeah. hard. You really touch yeah. on connection, like yes. and community building. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I think that that is so needed right now, but just in general, how important is your community to you and like creating, oh, yeah. like networking and create, especially for finding those opportunities. Like how important is that? They're so important. And I mean, I've even made other friends through other groups as a linguist. Um, you know, I speak fluently, um, well, obviously English, but Italian, <laughs> Spanish, French, <laughs> German. And I've, I've made friends through other groups. Um, give another shout out to Link EUS, which is an amazing language school online. If anyone's interested in taking classes, oh, cool. I adore them. And I've been doing every Sunday, I take German for, sometimes it goes to two hours, an hour and a half, two hours. And my friend teaches the class. So, but my point is, is that I, through these little classes and groups and lessons, I met um, a songwriter in London, um, Murray Webster, and he teaches a class called London Songwriters. 
And he referred me to a Scottish guy who runs concerts named David Fee. And now I'm on his concert list. Okay, so I'm curious because you you just told me you wrote a play. We know you wrote an album. You're an actress. You're a teacher. You're a linguist. How do you have the time? How do you balance it all, honestly? Because I think that's a general theme with a lot of us. Like, how do we balance life? I take notes. And sometimes I multitask, but I try to really be in the moment and enjoy what I'm doing, like one thing at a time. But like sometimes if I need to um, do some laundry or, or do something in the house, like organizing, I'll still do something else that's productive. I'll, I'll listen to my lines or I'll listen to um, like an opera to get the lyrics down, you know, to prepare okay. for that role while I'm actually cleaning up my, my apartment, my flat, my condo. I don't know what to call it anymore. Like talk <laughs> to my English friends, talk to my American friends. Right. Um, but that's, that's a little bit of, that's a little key secret to how I manage it all. But another thing is I, I do jot things down. I, I write things down. You know, one of my friends said to me like, oh, text me. I might forget about your show. I'm like, darling, you've got to keep it in your, you know, your, well, they say diary in the UK, but keep mm-hmm. it in your, and you say here, your, um, your calendar or whatever, Yeah. which I'm sure you guys, you do too. But um, definitely um, working out. Oh, mm-hmm. I have to thank one more person, actually. Yeah. Um, Gina Rogers. She was my sorority sister back in the day. And she has an amazing dance class online. And it's like an hour or so, sometimes even more. And it's crossed between Zumba and um, jazz dance, a little hip hop and, uh, you know, Latin and all that. And so I think that's important to have your exercise. Of course, we all know that. So yeah. I've been dancing. Um, I love Pilates too. I'll do a little Pilates if I have time or, um, so yeah, like little things I put in my home to help me like stay focused and all that stuff. And like set the mood. Yeah. 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 100%. So since you're like always doing a million different things, I, (laughs) I mean, you are, and that's uh, take it from someone who always is like, I'm starting a project and then I'm thinking of like three other projects that I'm going to do as well. Um, do you ever feel pressure to create and to always have something going on? Yeah, I think that's something that I had um, worked on when I was much, much younger. I feel like I've kind of conveyed this message, like, it's okay to not be 100% productive all the time. I know it sounds so silly to say, but it's such an important message to give yourself. And it's important to like, you know, log off or just um, get inspiration from nature, get inspiration from other uh, film stars, not putting it on yourself so much, getting it from other, other people who've made it big, whether it be you know, reading a magazine, listening to um, radio station or whatever. And um, I think that a lot of artists do uh, put that pressure on themselves to, you know, create this, you know, get this agent. Um, I'm getting much better at taking what life gives me and just being and expressing gratitude, you know? And I mean, it's not like the easiest thing to do when you want to, when you're a nationally ambitious person, but it really does make a difference. Like every night I go to bed and I, you know, I thank God for, for all my blessings, you know, and, and uh, to answer your question, it's important to have a timeline, but, but you've got to, one has to remember that it's good to have the time off. Yeah. So you're very grounded, it seems like as well in what you like are doing your day to day. What do you attribute that to? Um, you know, I've had a few curveballs in my life, you know, as I think we all have. Um, and I, I think that you gain strength, you know, it's that old cliche, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger um, is true. And, um, you know, I'm also, I'm also very spiritual and religious. My parents gave me that gift and I know that not everybody is, and I totally, you know, respect everyone's views, but I think it's important to at least do something, um, 
if it's not a religion or, or a spirituality, something that keeps you grounded. I really, I, I, I listen a lot to motivational speakers when I can, and I think it's important. And music, mm-hmm. yeah. music is so, it's just so powerful. And, um, and to be able to create it is, you know, I'm very, I'm very thankful. So yeah. And you also, you play a lot of instruments as well, right? Um, well, I play piano. Um, I do, okay. I do know some clarinet and some guitar, but I'm not okay. that good. Okay. I'm not, well, not yet. <laughs> I mean, I used to play clarinet in the band. Oh, you did? Me too. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I loved it. I, I did it, I think, from like third grade to right before college. I was like in the oh, band, played marching band. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard, I heard in your other um, podcast that you were also a cheerleader. So did you do both at the same time? Like you could pick an instrument when you were eight. So we yeah. picked instruments and then I was a cheerleader throughout that time as well. And then in like high school, I was a cheerleader for a little bit, but then I stopped cheering and I actually like coached cheerleading because I coached like little oh, girls cheering. That's yeah. Wonderful. Which was so much fun. Yeah. And then wow. I danced. So I like kind of switched gears a little oh, so bit. You're a dancer. Yeah. So I was in like the dance company for our school. So that's what I did while I was playing clarinet. I was, that's, I attribute a lot of, and I'm sure you're, probably very similar. I attribute a lot of how I always need to be doing things to that time in my life because Mm -hmm. I was like a cheerleader and I was a Girl Scout and I was in band and I like I was doing all these things and I could never not be doing something. And now I'm sure you're very similar where if you have nothing to do, you're like, this feels weird. I don't, I don't, what can I be doing? What should I be doing? Yeah. Well, that's why I carve in that time. And I have to like, tell myself like this is my time to just sort of this is downtime you know and I don't need to create you know and it ends up working out quite well as far as time to create do you block that time off or do you let the inspiration Um, come and you're like now I need to sit down and and write something yeah it's a mixture of both I'm not a super structured person but I'm also very ambitious so I do get things done like I definitely like if I tell a friend or a scene partner I will email you this scene by you know Monday night I almost always do. And if I can't, then I'll just say, you know, I'm so sorry, but um, I'll need one more day. And he'll be like, sure. I try doing this thing where it's like, okay, like 10 to 11, work on music, 11 to 12, dance, 12 to two, teach, or, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, I'm more like, I'm better with a general idea. Like today, I want to generally work on my music. And um, I've also started drawing a bit. (laughs) I was saying that since I was a kid. (laughs) All of, you literally are doing all the art things and people <laughs> listening are like, I can barely do one thing. I, I've always had that drawing um, bug, I don't know what you want to call it, the, the drawing talent, I guess. I don't know. But I've been putting it to good use. It's been going to my friends and family. So I'm making them cards. Oh, I love that. Oh, thank you. So I make them get well cards or birthday cards or celebration cards or um, so anyway. So like I, I've been meaning to make a card for my other nephew because I made one for his brother. But like, I'll say to myself, like, tomorrow, make the card for my nephew and, you know, finish the song. I have a musician across the pond who's waiting for some feedback from me. Yeah. So maybe like two or three things for that day. So you kind of like give yourself a general idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I love um, Amanpour and Company. Do you know Christiane Amanpour? Yeah. She's wonderful. And like, I would love to be on her show one day. That's a dream of mine. I actually just wrote put it out there. You yeah, can manifest I, I put it. it. Exactly. I put it on Facebook. I don't know if she is in charge of the messages or, or if she has someone else like a PR person, but yeah. I complimented her um, and it was completely genuine because I adore her so much. Uh, she's such an eloquent speaker. And like you, she knows how to connect so well with her guests. Like she's just amazing. And um, Oh, she's like an OG. Like she's so good. She's so good. And yeah. she had um, a local, she had Ron Howard on her show the other day. 
Oh, so um, cool. So he grew up, uh, I don't know, I don't know, actually, I'm not sure if he grew up in Greenwich, but I grew up in Greenwich and he, he was there as an adult, you know, he was there with his children and my parents used to sit with him at basketball games. That's so I wrote amazing. That, I wrote that in the, um, in the Facebook, you know, the comments and I said, it would be a dream to, to be on your show one day. So we'll see if she sees it. Hey, you, know? you got to just put it out there sometimes. <laughs> you really do because you never you know. And they do you say do. that what you put out there is supposed to come back to you. Yes. That's what they say. I'm try- I have friends who are very good at like the manifesting thing. Mm-hmm. Like they say more like I will as opposed to like maybe one day. So I'm trying to work on that myself. It's Yes. Yes. It's no, it's true. Hard. I put it in the future tense. Yep. You know, I try. Sometimes I, I slip and say like, oh, maybe. But I try to keep it more. I will do this. Um, So you've mentioned teaching a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So what exactly do you teach and why did you get into that? Well, um, so it's, it's pretty much ingrained in my family. So um, I'm a linguist. Like that's what I studied when I was at school. I studied um, Spanish uh, literature. So I teach Spanish, French. I've taught Italian in the past. I'm not teaching it right now, but you know, I I've been teaching for years, a few years now, part-time so I can really develop more of my craft. And yeah. this year, my, my, my workplace asked me to take on some more classes, which I'm very honored. They asked me, so I'm a little bit more busy. Okay. But, but I'm teaching from home, so what can I say? I mean, it's like I'm not commuting, yeah. so that hour or whatever of going somewhere is made up. So, you know, and, um, and, uh, and it's, it's a steady job, to be honest. So yeah. I, I was doing oh, yeah. that when I was, when I was touring. When I was in Europe, I was teaching language privately. I had students, um, you know, on, on the computer and stuff, so... Oh, so it you were doing it before, yeah. before everyone else was virtual yeah. teaching. You were like, <laughs> I've, I know I got this. <laughs> Literally, you started it. You, you were like the hipster of virtual remote learning. That's so funny. I, I always say my brother is a hipster, and he's always like, I'm not a hipster. But um, oh yeah, I, was, I guess I kind of was a hipster. I'll take yeah. that. I'll yeah, take right? That. Why not? And yeah. it's not easy to do. But it's, I mean, it's the world right now, right? Well, it's just... the, the thing is, no, it's not. But the thing is, I mean, I, for me, it's kind of easier now. I, I, what I'm trying to say is it, it, could be a, it could be a challenge. But I'm actually, that's when the actress in me comes out and the musician, because I'm, to be honest, Danielle, I'm like a female version of Mr. Rogers, if I can say that. I, I love I, that. I, I use the puppets. I, I just clean them up. I could, I could show you some you of You use puppets, right? really? Yes. No, I use the puppets. Are you teaching things. young kids? They're 11. Okay, so they're young. And they still need that, you know? They need 100%. to have some, some humor, some warm. Um, and they actually requested the other day. They said, well, are we going to talk to, his name is Leon Lyon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. That is so fun. It's fun. You're yeah. taking the creativity into the teaching, too. Yeah, well, I've been, I've been doing that even when I was in the classroom. But um, it's so important to see that when I'm online, you know, on the screen, because it, they need to feel a connection with, with, their, with their instructor. And I'm actually, um, to let you listeners know, I'm actually working on music. I've, I've wrote, well, actually, let's see, I have one song that I already wrote, and it's along the theme. It's not a COVID-19 song, because I want it to be timeless, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah, I don't want 100%. it to be so branded. But there is inspiration, good inspiration about, you know, what's going on now, that, um, about human connection, actually, speaking of human connection, which yeah. I think, um, you know, and the idea of community and all that, which is going to show up in the... I can't wait for you to hear it when it's done. And the I'm other excited. song, thank you. And the other song, um, which I won't mention too much about, so it's still in the beginning stages, but I'm working with someone in London 
and he and I are um, co-writing, which I've never done before. So, really? Yeah. So I've always done everything for all of my songs. Like, hopefully, um, I can tell you more about that next time. Yes, that's so interesting. Ready. Okay, so before we go, yeah. I want to ask you because so much of what you do is art and creativity, and we know you love the Beatles. We know the yes. Beatles are a big inspiration to you. Yes, but what other types of music? What other types of artists um, do you love? Do you love to listen to? Maybe have inspired your own craft. There are so many. Um, the two biggest influences are, without a doubt, like hands down, the Beatles and I would say you too. Okay. Um, yes. I was actually listening to Bono the other day. His voice is so touching. I don't know if you're a fan or not, but he just, he just like when he sings his notes, you know, he has this like rock tenor voice. It, it's so moving. It almost brings me to tears in a good way, you know, even when he's, when he's singing his love songs or he's so much about world peace. And that's yeah. kind of like my message is very much like I, I called it world unity in my last album. So I, all the stuff that he does for, for Africa and for, for countries in need. And um, I see some similarities where he really wants to help people. And that's kind of how I feel. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of performers are like that. But I think it really shines in him. I love so many genres of music. Gosh, I mean, those are my two biggest groups. But I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm not a patriot, but I'm, I'm much more inspired by the UK music scene than the American. Although, and he told me this, which is correct, the Americans inspired you know, the Brits basically with Elvis and a lot of the, um, right. You know, the genres that came out of the U S including country music, which I'm not, you know, that's not really my thing, but that didn't influence rock and roll, you know, right. so did the, um, gosh, like rhythm and blues and all that. So, but, but if, you, but if you were to go into like, I still have CDs. I don't know if you do. <laughs> I have some. Yeah. I mean, it's getting harder and harder because my car now doesn't have a CD player, which is... Oh my goodness. Imagine. I know. It has no CD player. They got rid of them in the new cars. And <gasps> I, like my car is only a couple years old, but I like didn't know what to do because I always had like mixtapes essentially. Yeah. So now I just like have Spotify, but like... Okay. Well, you know, yeah, you know, and I have and to the, adapt. <laughs> and this show's on Spotify, isn't it? Yes, it is. I, I saw that today. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I won't, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. I've had my car now for a while, so I didn't even realize, of course, that makes sense. They probably wouldn't have the CD players. But if you looked in my collection, um, you know, and I, and I wish I had a record player too. I used to have one when I was a kid. Um, a lot of the music is from the UK. Like today I was playing stuff that was so obscure, really random stuff. Um, Dario MC. I don't think I've heard of that. Oh, it came out in the 90s. It's like a hip hop dance electronica kind of sound from Ooh, London. that sounds fun. Yeah, um, you would know the songs, like Get Yourself Connected. Um, it's an old, they play it like, I think they might have played it for some sporting events. They typically play okay. it. I'll have to music. check it out after. Yeah, like basketball. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a sports person, but like, yeah. maybe I'll I'm ask my boyfriend really, if he's heard it. Right. But um, anyway, so, so, but I mean, gosh, you could, I mean, there's so many, even, I mean, of course, Madonna, of course, she's just such, such an inspiration. Icon. Um, yeah. Icon. Um, Enya is, is so wonderful. I mean, she's another Irish musician. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Duran Duran, speaking of 80s music and, and British music. Um, Do you like older genres? Because you've touched on like 80s and 90s. Yeah. It kind of is divided between the 60s era and the 80s, I would say. Okay. Um, but also way, way back, like classical, classical music too, like Mozart. And even, even music like Debussy, like French, French music from you know, like 19th century or so, like that kind of genre I love. Um, and, um, but, you know, I, I would like to find someone who's more contemporary that inspires me. If you can think of someone that you think with my interests, yeah. send me a message or something, because yeah. I'm trying to find some, I mean, of course I support my friends um, who are musicians who are making music, but I would like to find some people that I don't know very well who are contemporary. Um, okay. 
you know, and, and, and listen to them. So I typically go for a sound that has a little bit of that retro. Yeah. We love retro. Retro is back. Like everything that was once in always comes back again, doesn't it? Yes. That's what they say. You're an actor as well. Mm -hmm. So what about TV shows, movies? Do you have any like classics that you just love? Maybe something you're watching right now? Again, I'm very much inspired by the European scene, but I have to say that the the great American artists, actors have inspired the European scene, I think, very much as well. So it's almost like it's like a, um, copy is the wrong word, but, uh, but, but you can see, you can feel the Hollywood influence, I think, sometimes when you watch cinema from, from Europe, or at least some of the, I'm sure, I know for a fact, a lot of the greats were inspired from, by American actors. Um, Mm -hmm. I love Sophia Loren. I've been into her oh, so much lately. I love Sophia Loren. I love her. What else? Gosh, I mean, there's so many people. As, as far as um, England, the UK, I love um, James Norton. I don't know if you've heard of him. He has been in a few shows. Um, Grantchester. It was like a kind of like a detective show. I have to look I, it up. I'm a big PBS fan. Do you like PBS? Oh, are you? Yes. You know what? I haven't watched PBS in a very long time, if I'm okay. being honest. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of English British shows is what I watch, and that's one of them. Um, okay. So he's an actor that I absolutely adore. I would love to meet him one day if it's ever possible. I feel like with this group I'm in, there's someone who knows him. You that know, would be cool. Yeah. He's very – he's just – He's wonderful. And I mean, the, the, the black and white movies, I, okay. I, I really – I love the, 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 fav- the classics. Contemporary – you know, I love, gosh, another British person. I love Kate Winslet. Oh, we love Kate Winslet. Yeah, I love oh, her. Titanic is my, like, yeah. ride or die. Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing. Tom Hanks is amazing. We have so many actors. Oh, we have incredible actors. Incredible yeah. talent. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm watching the, the British shows to, to, like, hone my my accent. Maybe that's part of it. Oh, that could be why. You know? Yeah. So I've been watching that lately. I On, on PBS, um, I was watching, you know, of course, I watched Downton Abbey and all, when that was okay. playing. Yeah, um, and I, I actually went over to the to the place where they filmed it. Like, I did actually, you? Yeah, I went inside. That's and all really that. cool. I would so. love to do that. I would love to go to London. I haven't had a chance to go, and oh, you'll love 2020 it. Twenty twenty was supposed to be like a travel year, but oh, obviously no. that like didn't happen. Um, that's on the list. Yeah, we're we're planning it. I mean, that's on the list. I think um, Italy. I haven't been back. Long, oh, long time. I love Italy. Oh, you know who's another another person? Uh, she's American. Is um Helen Hunt. But she's been yes. doing work in the UK. So I kind of see myself as, I mean, gosh, I would be so honored to, to do some of the work that she's been achieving. I mean, she's been working on so many, I, I see her like in, in British, a British show lately and things like that. So a lot, I, I have seen like a lot of actors, even from here that like go abroad a lot even mm-hmm. just to visit or to live. A lot of them have houses over there. I mean, so I think you're right about how we take inspiration from each other. Yes. yes. Which I think is just like, again, going back to like our whole theme here is like connection and community and how that's so important when it comes to what everyone does, no matter what industry you're in or, or what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. Absolutely. Cheers to that. Yeah, right? Cheers. <laughs> is that what they say in England too a lot? Cheers? Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so just before we go, uh, what can we expect from you next? What are some goals of yours? Um, what would you ideally like to do? I just was in a, I forgot to mention, I was just in a magazine that was in the UK, Integrity Magazine. I had a pretty, um, an, a feature article. Um, so I would love to be featured in a magazine here in the States. That would be wonderful if someone would be interested in, in interviewing me. I would love that. Yeah. Um, and as far as goals, um, I'm definitely working on music. Sebastian Story and I, my, uh, one of my actor friends, were putting out um, another, another video. I'm not sure if it's going to be Shakespeare next or a musical theater, but that will be posted. 
And, That's exciting. Um, yeah. And um, I would love to, I wrote this children's book like ages and ages ago, Danielle, and it's a mm -hmm. bilingual book about um, a little girl who goes to Spain. I would love to find a publisher for that. So that's one of my goals right now. <laughs> so basically we can hopefully see you in, again, all the different areas as, as yes, you tend to wear the many hats. Yes. I'm very, I've been very blessed. And if, if people would like to follow me, you know, I, I'm on all social media, pretty much uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My website is my name, L-A-U-R-A-B-U-D-Z-E-L-E-K.com, LauraBudzelik.com. Yeah. So a link, oh, LinkedIn's more for other professional stuff, but like as far as following what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, Laura, this was so much fun and I hope that Likewise. you will come back and we'll talk to. more music and, and art and drawing and everything else that you do. You are the best. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're really so lovely to speak to. I feel like I'm talking to, I don't know, like a cousin or someone. Like it's just, Aww, I feel so much at home you. with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Congrats, congratulations so to your show and to thank all of your you. success. And I'll be following you, you as well. All right, everyone, that was my interview with Laura Budzelik. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you feel inspired and maybe a little bit more connected. Please go follow me on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. Follow the podcast at Back to Basic Podcast and subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with and what you want me to get back to basic about next time. And I will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.